Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Alfa Romeo Driver podcast, brought to you by the Alfa Romeo Owners Club. I'm Guy Swarbrick and with me this week I have the club's 159 registrar, Jim Rastel. Good afternoon, Jim. Good afternoon, how are you? Very well, thank you. Good stuff. So we're talking to you this afternoon about your role as the 159 registrar and we'll, we'll get on to that later on. I know you had, there'd been a bit of a gap, but you had quite big shoes to follow because I think Chris had done a pretty good job as the 159 registrar, so we'll, we'll come back to that later. But as we always do with these conversations, I just wanted to get a little insight into how you got interested in Alphas or Italian cars in, in the first place. So where did the journey begin? I've always been interested in cars, even as a child. I think I had that bifold thing of model cars all over the place, that kind of thing. It started off with Vauxhalls, <laughs> my first cars, I, Vauxhalls, Corsas, Novas, Astras, the usual. And then one day I saw a little 145 Junior in red at a local car dealer. And I had a quick look around, it caught my eye. But, uh, it's quite a nice little hatchback. So I went for it. And since then, I haven't been fully committed to Alphas, but I'm on my fifth, sixth one now. So they're... That's uh, not bad going. Yeah, we're, we're there. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. So the, the 145 was kind of a, an interesting time for, for Alpha because it was kind mm. of... On paper, they'd solved a lot of the reliability and corrosion problems, but under the surface, it wasn't always quite as... No. How did the, the 145 fare? It was lovely, to be honest. I loved it. It was my ex-wife that made me so it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's not the reason why she's your ex-wife, is it? Well, no, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it was a lovely little car, to be honest. Lovely little runabout. It was perfect. I didn't touch wood. I didn't have any problems with it. It was, wish I kept it. It was that age-old thing that yeah. <laughs> we get to a certain age. I wish I kept that one. I wish I kept that one. So, yeah, no, she, yeah she was a little uh, 1.6. Was she a 1.6? I think she was a 1.6. I can't quite remember. I think she was a little 1.6. So, yeah, she was a lovely. Great little car. And um, red or? Yes, yeah. The just, yeah in the, red in or the, the red. wrong colour? <laughs> no, it was in the red. Yes, yes, it was in the right colour. That's part of the thing that caught my eye. It was uh, just across. I remember across from the road from a news agent I used, and it was just sat there looking at me. So, uh, yeah, she was she was mine, and that was the that was the beginning of the Alpha journey. After that, one four seven uh, two liter T Spark followed. Not long after that, to be honest, I think there might have been a car in between. But that was a lovely car. That was someone had spec that very well, and unfortunately, that got written off by a um, articulated lorry on the way to Nottingham one day out <laughs> with me in it yes it wasn't a good day <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah that wasn't good but it that again that had everything and it was a lovely car beautiful car to drive and that really was a step up for Alfa I think my my wife had a, a Punto Sporting I finally persuaded her to buy a, a first Alfa yeah which was a 1.9 diesel 147 oh yeah and, and she was just blown away by the the difference in the interior and the, the kind of the quality and the fit of everything inside it compared to what she'd come from oh yeah yeah it was it was a step above I think anything that we'd had before if you know what I mean it, the levels, the, the quality, it just felt brilliant. It wasn't great against a, an articulated lorry, but no, no it no. kept me kept me safe. Bless it. So I had a one four seven GTA, which um, which lost out to a, whatever it was the 
the biggest of the Jeeps, a Grand Cherokee, I think. Oh, the drunk, yeah. Um, which turned across it oh, um, beautiful. And, and took off the near side front corner. I was in his near side blind spot and he came from the outside lane into me and pinned me against his front bumper, which was quite harrowing at the time. But mm. uh, yeah, and it, it got dropped off and that's the last we saw of it, I'm afraid, that one. So that's two. Two. What was next? Next, next after that one was a 1.9 GT in alpha red, <laughs> in the proper red. <laughs> I'd, the alphas had got me by then, and I was always I'd, I'd knew about alphas then. So yeah, it was it came up for sale locally. Had a quick test drive. Thought, yeah, brilliant, love it. Uh, and uh, the story went from there. Had it for a good few years. That little one point nine turbo diesel. And it's a I, mean, I've, I was never a, a diesel fan, but I, I grew to love my my wife's one four seven, and ended up with a, a two point four turbo diesel one five six sport wagon. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that one point nine was a, a cracking little engine and really tunable. Yeah, that's what I've actually got in my... I've just recently purchased a 159 Sport Wagon two, three weeks ago now. And that's got a 1.9. That's what I was in the GTs and that's what's in the Sport Wagon. So yeah, good little engines, to be honest. As long as you look out like anything, as long as they've been looked after and taken care of. Yeah, they're good little engines, little hardworking little engine. So if I've counted properly... To three, I four. I think, yeah, I was going to say the, the, the one between <laughs> the current one and the, um, the, and one, the GT yes. must have been a 159. It was a 159. It was my red one that did most of the shows last year. You might have seen it out and about. Yeah, bless it. it. That was a great... There'd been a bit of a gap between the GT and that 159, just because of things, life, that kind of thing. And a colleague I worked with at the time, he knew I'd liked Alpha. I'd shown him pictures of all my old Alphas, and he said, oh, I've got this red 159. It's beautiful. It's 2011 model. It's uh, the Lusso spec, red leather interior, only got 60,000 miles on it Binge Portugal My wife doesn't like it anymore Would you like it for £3,000? Yeah <laughs> Sold <laughs> Sold, yes uh, And that got me onto the 159s And say it's only been It's been gone two weeks now So I'm still a bit sore <laughs> so I've seen a picture on Facebook Of the new owner who's washed it Just this weekend gone I like, mm, He's enjoying that way too much <laughs> So what prompted the change? The sport wagon. A, a friend of mine, who I haven't seen in a few years, he had the, I think it was a 2.4 four-wheel drive sport wagon, the Q4. Yeah. It would never sell me it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> sat, and it's a beautiful car. I'd already got the bug for Alphas, but it was a beautiful car. And my partner, we've got quite a big dog. We've got a boxer dog who couldn't really go in the saloon. So the sport wagon, I've been looking in and out, been dipping in and out the market for a while and looking at prices going up and down and everywhere. And one came up Peterborough way, a bit over the money, but um, we went to have a look and of course immediately fell in love with it. It was a dark, wet night and I should have spent another <laughs> hour or two looking around it as I found out when I went to pick it up again. Yes, the sport wagon thing, I just... I've got nothing against the saloons, but I think it's just something that the, the look of the sport wagon it's in the TI spec, I think it just looks right. Yeah, but I've had I've had two 939 Spiders, which are sort of 159s. Mm, yeah. But I had a 159 sport wagon with the two litre diesel engine in it. Yeah. Um, and it was a cracking car. Yeah. That, I had the two litre engine in the red one, the one before I had on this one. And that was the best engine. That's, that was so, that, I was really umming and ahhing whether to get rid of it because <laughs> it was a beautiful car. <laughs> Lovely engine, but. Yeah, I've gone back to a 159, which it needs a bit of TLC. It's going in for a little bit of paintwork this week. Someone's had a bit of a cheap paintwork done and rust's coming through here and there. And it's it's not been loved as it should have done. So I've right. got a project. I've got a project for this <laughs> for, for the next year. My girlfriend's not too happy, but yes, we have a project now. 
<laughs> so that's that's the car history. How yeah. how did you get involved in the the club? You said you were doing lots of shows and things before um, you got involved did, with the register. I did. Well, no, I did shows. Yeah, I did um, shows with the Red One for the past couple of years. I've been yeah. to only local time. Anything that's because I'm based in Lincoln. Anything that was round here, I'd go down and have a look and just park up and have a look. I've been a member since I owned the GT, so I. I've been in the club quite a while, and this time I joined the Facebook group. Yeah, I'm not a big Facebook user. I use it for work, and that's about it. And uh, <laughs> and I saw that they kept advertising and advertising for a registrar, and I thought, mm, what's I? I mean, this is after Chris had obviously left the role. I thought, well, I, I, I can't see how difficult that could be. I'd like to be involved. <laughs> I'd like to give it a go. I'd, I'd love my cars. I'd, yeah, I'd like to uh, get involved. So I kind of got in touch and uh, away we went, really. And um, it's been, what, uh, four or five months, something like that? No, about It's coming up to a year, I think, now. It's coming think up it's to a year? May, well, May last year, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, I think it's coming up to a year now, yeah. So how, how big a gap was there between how hard can it be and, and what you actually ended up having to do? Oh, 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> All this leaflets kept saying through. No, it's been, it's been, it, it has been good actually. It has been, it's been like I was told, take it as easy as you want or as hard as you want and go. Yeah. all in or just take it in your own speed don't let it uh, envelop what you do so it's been a bit of that because I am quite busy with work life and social personal life so I've not done everything I wanted to do just yet but we're getting there yeah, it's a difficult balance. I know Chris was probably of of all the modern registers. There's probably only David Faithful with the Mito who um, was yeah. more active than Chris was. So in in some ways, that's a a bad model because that's not yeah that's not <laughs> typical of of how a modern register works. But there's there's definitely plenty to do. Oh yeah, especially with the group. I mean, the the figures on. I mean, I know it doesn't reflect the club so much, but on the Facebook group, we've got over four thousand members. Just to the one five nine and just keeping on top of that on it's a it's a daily it's an almost hourly job sometimes yeah <laughs> and it's it's a, it's a worldwide group as well isn't it effectively yeah. although it's the the uk clubs group there's huge eastern european following for the oh yeah huge mm. yeah and we try and be as welcoming obviously we've got the rules and bits and bobs like that but we try and be as welcoming and friendly and joining in with most of the conversations that kind of thing so i'd say if you are listening to this and you are a member of the group just put a picture of your car up say hello I always choose random pictures for the group picture that kind of thing so yeah just show us show us your 159 really pictures with captions so that's it pictures with <laughs> captions we like uh, pictures it, with captions <laughs> and in joke we had a, um, a section secretaries and registrars workshop just before mm. Christmas and uh, yeah. um, I was I was beating the drum for people providing <laughs> captions to go with their photos <laughs> What would you say were the the two biggest achievements in terms of of getting things back up and running? Because it'd been dormant for quite a while, uh, as you said. There was you know a, a string of requests for somebody to come back in. Yeah, getting the register, the actual register, the actual spreadsheet sorted out <laughs> was a big see who was because it was I think twenty eighteen and I took over twenty twenty two so four years there of people that have left sold the cars new people yeah. have joined that kind of thing and it is an ongoing process it, it it kind of changes every week but to get it to a point where I know who we're talking to uh, I generally know who owns what car and who I can expect to see at the shows that kind of thing other than that I mean David's 
faithful's been a, a great help to be honest they already had some window stickers sorted out for me that chris must have done that kind of thing yeah. so i haven't really had to do too much yet i have got a newsletter up and coming that i've been working on it's not the easiest thing to put together <laughs> a first a, yeah no, a ask, first, david, a ask first david newsletter. about that <laughs> i have yeah I'm, I'm nearly there with it i do promise listeners that it's, it's nearly there <laughs> it'll be with you soon i promise you mentioned the the database, the spreadsheet of of members. Obviously, we've got the the ability now for members to add their own car details onto mm. their membership records on the yeah. uh, the membership database, and and it then kind of brings up there are different philosophies mm-hmm. for what a register should be, and I think probably the majority of of registrars effectively run a list of all of the members of the club yes. who yeah. have their type of car. And and then the second most common is trying to look at all the cars that are currently out there and who currently owns yeah. them, whether they're club members or not, which is a, a bit of an expanded scope. And then Steve Ball, almost uniquely, as well as editing the, the register section for the, the magazine, Steve's kind of made it a mission, his mission to have tracked down every 155 <laughs> that ever set foot in the UK, oh, okay. even if it only came for a holiday once. <laughs> So, so he will, you know, find photographs with a wow. 155 in the background and, and it's a registration number he's oh, not seen before good, and he'll add it to the register. And so if that's the continuum from members and their mm. current cars through to everybody yeah. who's ever owned a 159, what's your kind of ambition for the register? I can't say I'll track down every 159 because there's quite a few kicking about. And there's <laughs> yeah. There were a lot more than the world 155. So yeah. that's, they um, did, did make it easier for the, Steve. The great thing with the as you said, the website now, you can let people put their own details in. I think that'll be a great help as to tracking those members down who haven't quite, because I've put the word out on our e-magazine, the, the magazine, the actual physical magazine, Facebook, but you can always get those members that don't go on Facebook, don't, you know what I mean, don't read the email magazine, that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah it's just trying to get people to, as I say, stick the hand up and say, yep, I've got a 159, I'm in the club, I've not really joined in with anything before, please let me have a sticker. <laughs> we can let them have a sticker. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stickers. stickers are always a good start. People stickers are always stickers. a good place and, to start. Yeah, and we, uh, it's getting people to the shows, I think that's the main thing for me. I think when I started this, it was, it, there wasn't much coverage for the 159 in the magazines and it what they weren't really they were at the back of the shows because there weren't many turning up i was kind of proud at the national alpha day we had because i think we had over about 16 159s lined up which i thought i mean i know there's quite a few out there but i thought i was that was pretty and we did have them lined up as well i was quite appreciative that i was i was able to do that yeah, so yeah. it's good to get people there when we got the little community together on the on the day so and it, it's we've, we've discussed this about various different models over the over the course of the podcast but i think one of the the realities of classic car ownership and and you know, oh, the yeah. 159 will yeah. become a classic it's an alpha so it will by by definition it's it it's, tends to be the saloons and and estates in the case of the the 159 that tend to be the ones that dwindle quickest yeah, yeah that's people it. Yeah. people will hold on to their breras they'll hold on to their spiders exactly that yeah a, a 159 you know there'll be a, a a portion of the people who own 159s mm-hmm. will just see it as a car and it happens to be an alpha yeah 
and and when it wears out, they'll throw it away and get a different this, car. Yeah, this, I mean that's exactly what my one I've just purchased. It's never been on the register. It, the, the the chap who sold it said it's the only one of that spec in the country. It's not. <laughs> so I don't know where he got that from. I don't think he knew who he was talking to. <laughs> but yeah, I know one of my club members, group members, got a family membership. Kieran Winder. He's got a beautiful sport wagon. It'd be amazing at the shows, but he also owns a beautiful 147 GTA, which is what he brings to the shows. So I think the 159 is still the daily driver. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not the the ones, if you've got a 159 and a spider, you're going to bring the spider to the shows, aren't you? So, <laughs> And it was it was because I had a spider that I bought the 159 Sport Wagon yeah. <laughs> because it. I needed something that I could drive every day. Yeah. yeah, it's a modern classic, can we call it that? Just yet, it's going to be tough, I think, to keep numbers high in the future of the way cars are not being seen at the minute as the cheap daily driver but getting people to get i don't know how to put it getting people to realize yeah this is going to be a classic it's a great yeah, looking it's that car trough, it's that trough they get into where the values haven't picked up yet because no. nobody's thinking about the fact they need to be saved mm. so you then get a repair bill for 12 1500 quid mm. yeah which is half the value of the car and you suddenly start thinking well yeah. is it worth that's it that's it people can't afford that do they they can't yeah in in the real world at the minute unfortunately people can't I would and you would but <laughs> at the end of the day some people can't they're just um... with a spider or a Brera in that position yeah you'll often find somebody else who will take it yeah, on absolutely yeah even if you're not prepared to somebody will say that, that needs saving yeah absolutely um, whereas with the saloons sadly I, I've said this quite a, a few times before I more than once I was driving along in my 159 sport wagon and I looked in the rearview mirror and saw a 159 behind me mm. and I thought, oh, that's a good looking car. And I go, oh, I'm in one of those. Yeah. I, and it, I think it is just I it, had exactly that. so different to everything else that was around at the time. Yeah, because I luckily had both 159s at, uh, over a week when I purchased this one and my girlfriend did follow me in my red one and I couldn't stop looking at it in the mirror. I thought, it's a beautiful car. <laughs> that's an amazing yeah, It car. almost gets frustrating at that point when <laughs> you think uh, all, yeah. all this time I've not seen the front of it I'm doing everybody else a favour I'm not so that, that's what you've got to now so yeah. what are the plans we're just about to start just about to start event season probably starts in late March early April yeah. we've got spring alpha day middle of April um, so what are the plans for this year all the dates are in the diary for as many shows as we can get to. Luckily, having a sport wagon now, we can put camping gear in the back and stay local if need be. So we shouldn't. that shouldn't be a problem now. Determined to get the newsletter finished as soon as I can. I was going to do it over Christmas. It just didn't happen. I'll get that done as soon as I can. And from there, just kind of keep going. Get more, get the numbers kind of rolling a bit more. Get the interest in the shows a bit more. Show that there is a 159 community out there. There is people out there that, and very knowledgeable people as well. Some of the people on Facebook and the forums are know everything about everything about 159s so if you've ever got a problem just hit the forums first because you definitely get a club member after that not hit the facebook group if that's your thing yeah well unless it's a roof issue i tend to go the 159 forums yeah. before i go to the spider forums yeah because the mechanicals are all yeah that's the it. same yeah and they're pretty um, and there's just such a, a bigger audience yes that's it and they're pretty being a kind of mechanic uh myself it's they're pretty straightforward there's nothing really that too much a difficult or job do you know what i mean i mean i've 
Yeah. I've got I've just been looking at the steering column on not steering column, steering rack on my current car. I'm not too sure if it's leaking or not yet. But it's not that big a job. I think I'll be <laughs> I think I'll be able to do I've got the right bits and bobs. I know not everybody else, but yeah, there's they're pretty good good cars. They're solid cars. But if they, Yeah, and it's 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 the same things that that go wrong, yeah, isn't that's it? it? And if it's subframes, it's rear springs, no, subframes, it's... <laughs> <laughs> subframes and sills. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's the plan. Try and get more. Uh, must be more members out there who's got a one five nine who I don't know <laughs> who isn't that are on the register. So yeah, get that built up a bit. Get a community. Get show days. Maybe do. I think about doing a track day with the Brera's spiders. That kind of thing at Cudbra during the year that yeah, yeah sounds like good a 939 track day uh, things like that really trying to get people interested a bit more and a bit more and and I guess with your your background and you know talking about the what happens when you suddenly get that 12 or 1500 yeah. pound yeah. repair bill <laughs> I guess at this stage of its life cycle anything that can turn that 1200 pound bill into a 6 or 700 pound bill by doing it smarter being yeah. able to source yeah, parts absolutely you know outside yeah. the and um, not that there are any left in the no. dealer network but yeah, but yeah, they're at that age now where it's it's almost prevention at the moment. Where if you get your subframes wax oiled or whatever and protected and make sure they're all right, if you sort it now and your sills, your rear sills, just give them a check and get them sorted. It's better to spend a little bit now getting them right than letting them rot away. And that's when the big bills come in. Yeah, uh, obviously you just just bought another one five nine, but anything else um, in the kind of Alpha historic catalogue? And by historic, I mean from from nineteen ten <laughs> to today. Anything else that you'd quite like to have sat next to the one five nine? Anything and everything. <laughs> Anything and everything with an alpha budget. I was looking at a picture of a one five six from front on in uh, the Rosso Red today, and I thought that's a, it was a GTA, a GTA. Um, uh, yeah. It's a beautiful from car. I think a four C for me. I think a nice red. Nothing. I don't think the girlfriend would approve with the boxer dog. <laughs> We'd have to sacrifice yeah. one of the two, <laughs> or both. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, I've seen I've seen a lot of things carried in four Cs that really shouldn't have been. Yeah. I know um, <laughs> we did a feature on a Paralympic cyclist who um, it was his oh, only yeah. car, and he used to take a road bike and two track bikes on a sea sucker really? mount on the back of his four C <laughs> along to Manchester Velodrome. But I don't think you could do that. No, with a dog. she wouldn't sit there for very long. She's not the bravest, bless her. <laughs> no, but I think a little 4C, yeah, just as a, a weekend runabout. You'd got your previous 159 to a, a pretty yes, high standard. Yeah. You said there was some some issues with the, the mm-hmm. new one. So what are the what are the plans for the car? What's the um and you can We'll we'll do a cut down version of this that your girlfriend doesn't get to hear. <laughs> no, she knows. <laughs> she knows. That's not a problem. I want it to be almost as stock as possible on this one. The one I had, the Lusso that I that I just recently sold. I did put the TI wheels and the TI side skirts on it and lowered it a little bit and just tarted it up a little bit. Bless her, and she, she was lovely car. But this one, I think it's going to be kind of a, a an OEM. Just just get it really high standard. And then they're not they're not the great load luggers in the world but if that's if that's part of why you bought it then lowering it kind of defeats yeah, the object we have booked a camping trip to Cannes in France during the summer so it'll be its first first leg stretch over there and my first driving in a foreign land so 
so we'll see how we get on. Yeah, it's it's, it's late at night and, and early in the morning that yeah. catch you out <laughs> when you when you suddenly find yourself driving on the wrong side of the road. Uh, two, two minutes into the journey, you think, oh, no, saves lights. So when there's traffic, when there's traffic it's around, fine, it's yeah. not a problem. It's it's when you go out onto the roads and there's nobody else around, and it it takes somebody else to remind I'm you. I'm sure the, the the girlfriend will remind me. I'm sure she'll give me an elbow. Yeah. Uh, so yes, to get it as, as as stock as I can, really, to get it um, up to a good level. It's not been the most well looked after car. It's got little knocks here, little bits and bobs there. And I just, yeah, it it just needs a little bit of tidying up and a little bit of love and uh, tenderness here and there, shall we say? And uh, yeah, yeah. It, ex- exactly the sort of thing that we talked yeah. about that people need to do with, yeah, with yeah. saloons. I've checked the sills, I've checked the subframe, I've been underneath it and done all the bits and bobs so it's going into the paint shop this week just to have a few bits that's they've had a cheap paint job on it they must have had water in the paint and it's started to come through so yeah get it tidied up a little bit and then yeah she'll be she'll be at the shows oh yeah hopefully touch one yeah i mean you don't want it too original do you because the, the the original factory lack appeal is no, probably yeah. not it, it, luckily touch yeah it's not it's not <laughs> suffering from that thank you <laughs> yeah it is in white this one it's not a red one this one it is it's my first okay. my first adventure away so from the red <laughs> so i've got I've got two at the on the drive at the moment. So I've got my spider and I've got a press fleet oh, yeah, tonale. Yeah. It's the f- it's the first time I've had two blue alphas on the drive at the same time, which is <laughs> yeah. confused the neighbours a bit. They should be red. <laughs> yeah, they should. You talked about the newsletter. Yes. One of the reasons we had the the workshops back in yes. December was because of the the new website and the new functionality mm-hmm. um, that that registrars now have there. So how, how have you been finding the the new website to Perfect. use? To be honest, I've not had a problem. I've I put my red one on and then put the white one on and then took the red one off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's been brilliant. To, to, to be honest, I, I'm regularly logging in to check what discounts I get for obvious alphabets that I'm looking needing to get for, for the sport wagon. So yeah, I, yeah, it's a, not a, I wouldn't say it's a great improvement because I didn't think there was a lot wrong with the old one, but yeah, it's a nice... Uh... <laughs> and when the when the newsletter comes along, will the will the content from that find its way onto the um, onto the 159 register pages yes, on the website as yeah, well? Yeah, that is again on my agenda to... Uh, keep on top of it's one of them things you kind of get into a daily daily routine daily routine of your of your life and then you think oh hang on i should have photographed that before i did it or i should have <laughs> should have done this before i swapped it over so yeah and again i think david faithful's got a, a fantastic model of what you what mm. you can do and i think if we could all do 10 percent of what david does with the meto oh, register absolutely. we'd probably have a nervous breakdown five percent five percent would be fine does he, does he work 10 hours a day like i do <laughs> 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 yeah, on the Mito register as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. So um no, yeah, it's definitely twenty twenty three will be yeah, we'll be um hitting it this year and getting those one five nines back to the front of the show, or at least near the front of the show. <laughs> Brilliant. But it's been an absolute pleasure, Jim. I look forward yeah, to, no, to seeing you. the one five nine lineups from from Duxford onwards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're there at Duxford. Yeah. Come and say hello. Mine will be the white one with the flag stick, <laughs> sticking out the wheel. So come and say hello. There'll be me and the girlfriend there, ooing and ahhing over the 159, handing stickers out. Brilliant. Great to talk to you. All right, guys. That's brilliant. Thank you very much. Well, that's all we have time for this week. As usual, we'll be back in two weeks' time on February the 26th. And to celebrate our 75th episode, we're recording the third edition of No Such Thing as a Brera Quadrifolio. If you have any humorous or obscure or even better, humorous and obscure facts from the world of Alfa Romeo, and you'd like us to talk about them on the show, email me at editor at arock-uk.com before next Wednesday, that's the 15th. 
Episode 75 will be available to download from 1.30pm from Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the club's website, YouTube, and, well, wherever you got this one. Until then, stay safe. Stay safe.